2: Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
3: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A podcast... podcast.
5: As a small business owner, you've worked hard to build your business. And our friends at State Farm can help protect what you've built. See, every State Farm agent is a small business owner, just like you. So they understand the value of your hard work and how to keep your business protected. Because at State Farm, being a good neighbor is more than a slogan. It's a way of doing business. Learn more at statefarm.com slash smallbusiness. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
4: Mama,
6: what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe.
2: Welcome inside special teams with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon, a podcast where we look back in history at a team and what made them so special, a very specific year in sports. We've been doing this for a while now and getting to play around with the uh, material and the format a little bit is one of the more fun things we get to do. And one thing we're going to do here now in the coming weeks is we're going to look back at a couple of special teams each week. What we're going to do is go back and re-examine famous games in NFL, college football, Major League Baseball history, the special teams that participated in them, and what became afterwards for both of those teams. Our sport tonight is the National Football League, and we are looking back at the Music City Miracle, one of the most famous plays in sports history, but we're going to do it a little differently. You've seen it all from the Tennessee Titans point of view, and NASA coming around and figuring out just how did that pass go right along the line from Wycheck <laughs> over to Dyson, how did We've seen that, but we're going to get into what made that play possible And when you look at it from the Buffalo Bills side of things This play takes even more mythic proportions, right?
7: Madness all around, right? We, you know the play, you know the the famous. As you said, it's been broken down by everybody uh, way smarter than us I mean, Elon Musk's kid with all the mutant uh, symbols and... C-3PO? XK Red 27? Yeah, the -hmm. Hut hut Hike. I mean, the exponents, uh, exponential growth for the child as we go. I mean, there's a lot of great theories on it, but you just remember the Buffalo Bills and the time and space and and what this meant to the trajectory and, and kind of bouncing football history in a whole other angle.
2: So the 2000 playoffs, the Music City Miracle, which the Titans beat the Bills 22-16, is on our docket today. Now, before we get to the game, how did these teams arrive at this point? For the Buffalo Bills... In the 1999-2000 season, Doug Flutie was entering his second year as starter after his electric folk hero debut the year before. Flutie comes back from the CFL after being away for years. He is amazing. He is incredibly smart. He makes plays. He throws in lanes, and Flutie flakes were everywhere, and Doug Flutie was the cult icon in the National Football League, but... Doug Flutie versus Rob Johnson wouldn't go away because they got Doug Flutie as a flyer. Rob Johnson is someone that the Buffalo Bills said, hey we got to go get him because when he was in relief of Mark Brunel a couple of years before with the Jacksonville Jaguars, he played pretty well. So after the 97 season, the Bills trade a first and fourth rounder and they sign Rob Johnson for five years and $25 million, which is a really big contract for a quarterback back then. So they were invested in him no matter what. And this is the crazy part, Mike, that I remember is that as good as Flutie was, and you you couldn't go anywhere without talking about Flutie and and, and how much he meant to the- the game and what a big star he was but still in buffalo they wanted rob johnson to play yeah it felt like every week flutie was playing for his job in buffalo when in the rest of the league he was a superstar because hey the bills made a big move for rob johnson they looked pretty bad if he could win the starting job
7: well it wasn't winning with style right there's different levels. We live in Los Angeles, right, reside here. When the Lakers are good, there's got to be some flair to it, right? The whole campaign that the Clippers put together of, you know, the mean streets versus the League lights and all of those nonsensical billboards, even though you went and got two of the top five players in the game, you know, that, you know, we're street tough versus the Lakers, man. It's high flying. It's showtime all around. In Buffalo, they wanted a little bit of that. That's what Rob Johnson was supposed to bring them, right? The guy with the big arm. As opposed to Doug Flutie, while we had the Hail Mary from his college days in the pros. You know, made some plays with his legs, extended drives, but wasn't a big explosive offensive threat. And people kept wondering, well, this is good, but with the big armed guy that we spent so much to get, perhaps it could be even that much more dominant. So when are we going to pull the trigger? So, yeah, every week was that debate. You know, how how much and how well did he have to play to retain that job?
2: So Flutie plays well in 99. He goes 10 and 5 and the Bills clinch a playoff spot. And now Flutie wasn't as great as he was his first year, but the big thing, the Buffalo defense was really good. They allowed the second fewest points in the NFL, lowest in franchise history, 229. This is Ted Washington in the middle of that defense and Sam Cowart, who was phenomenal. And the Bills had a really good young defense and 99-2000 and was their big coming out party. But they go 10-5. and five. And they have a meaningless final week game against Indianapolis. Now, Indianapolis was terrific this year. They had won 11 games in a row. What happens? Well, with nothing to play for, the Bills decide, well, we're going to start Rob Johnson this game and rest Doug Flutie. What happens? Buffalo ends Indianapolis' 11-game win streak, 31-6. Rob Johnson throws for 287 and two touchdowns. Okay, well, that's nice. He had a nice final week game, Week 16, except... Buffalo, after seeing this, the Bills bench Doug Flutie for Johnson for the playoffs. The players were stunned. They were pissed. I can't blame him. Wade Phillips, head coach of the Buffalo Bills, said afterward that Ralph Wilson, the owner, ordered him to make the change. I mean, Flutie always won more than Rob Johnson, right? Johnson got hurt when he got the job. Flutie came in and was great in 98. Mm-hmm. Flutie was great in 99. Then when you get into 2000, the year after, Johnson was terrible again. I mean, it's like the Bills didn't know how good they had it it's like you know there were football karma saying no flutie's really your guy every time rob johnson gets a chance he gets hurt or he's ineffective and doug flutie is the guy and can you imagine making a change at quarterback solely because the guy you you picked finally had one good game and you go away from your starter the entire season i can't believe there wasn't a mutiny for the bills going into the the game
7: against the titans well, just the the fact that Wade Phillips, hey, it was him. <laughs> he ordered me. He ordered the. Code Don't blame red. me. I didn't do it. Yeah, no. He. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> Look, the you've you got certainly Flutie was the locker room. Guy, Right. Everybody rallied around him. They played well. Johnson was the hot shot guy all these years later. Right. It's still the I don't understand. And the, I got screwed. And and there's a lot of negativity that flows out of it. It's like, you know, we we see it in sports all the time. I and mean, look at look back to Philadelphia. Right. There's just always this weird Dynamic has gone on these last couple of years with Carson Wentz. What happened when he went down and Nick Foles went in? Everybody rallied around that guy. Does it make sense on a larger scale? No, because when starting, played okay, had his moments, but certainly nothing like the magic of that playoff run that earned him a statue outside the stadium. Same thing here with Doug Flutie. There was just something about him where you rallied, so this always became a sticking point, and in today... With social media, sports talk radio, sports television, uh, to the level that it is now, I mean, you'd be shunned if you you tried to do this again. I mean, as an owner, this this is what gets you to start turning over front office people, coaches and players with great regularity because you're hearing it from all ends.
2: Yeah, this is something that if it was now would dominate sports talk radio every week. Can you Mm -hmm. believe that the Bills still want to play Rob Johnson? All Doug Flutie does is win and he has spark plug plays and he runs for first downs on third and 15 and makes clutch throws to the end zone on on fade patterns. I mean, it it would be, it wouldn't make sense that this would be going on and we'd be talking about it all the time. But this is the drama the Bills carry. With them into the wild card game against the Titans. Now, the Titans had a great year. All right. They cruised through the regular season. It was the first year they were the Titans. You know, they drafted Javon Kurse, who turned into a superstar player for a few years. They went 13 and three. Eddie George was a stud. This was one of those solid all around quintessential heritage NFL teams that you would see going to Super Bowls in the 70s and 80s. Boy, they got a really good defense. They got a really good running game. They got a quarterback that makes plays. They got everything. Everything they need. Jeff Fisher is, is a young, up and coming head coach. You know, before he was, oh my God, Jeff Fisher, seriously. I mean, this is when Jeff Fisher was, oh, Jeff Fisher, we got to go get Jeff Fisher. And they go 13 and three, but Jacksonville goes 14 and two. So that relegates the Titans into the wild card game. Steve McNair as great of a reputation as he had on the field as a playmaker, didn't have a great season. The the Titans didn't score a ton of points. He only threw 12 touchdowns. You know, and he ran for eight, which would put his total up, you know, respectable 20, he also only played in 11 games because McNair was a guy that had a tough time staying healthy. And really, the spark plug... And I, I can't believe I'm saying this because people I remember what he was like with the Jets, but <laughs> Neil O'Donnell started five games when you thought his career was over. All right, what well, you go to There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
8: Hi, checking
3: in for
0: or the perfect table.
3: Hey, where are you? Coming
0: and when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card.
5: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
0: and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
9: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
4: podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first take, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast.
2: the Jets and you fail, your career's done. But no, no, no. (laughs) He comes in relief of McNair, starts five games, throws ten touchdowns, In five games. All right, that's two less than McNair in six less games.
7: So O'Donnell was really good. The Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill, wing it around uh, kind of idea, right? uh, But still, McNair was the
2: starter. He was beloved, and he was, you know, and he still, look, he engineered them to a lot of wins. It was nice to have O'Donnell in relief. So when the wild card game comes, McNair is the quarterback. But it's not like this was a team that, boy, Tennessee put up a lot of points. You know, this was Tennessee is winning all around solid play and now we're going to see what can they do in the playoffs how far can this take them so the titans who were 8-0 at home and healthy match up against the bills and what turns into the music city miracle coming up next we'll relive the play the game and the crazy things that actually made it possible that i still can't believe 20 years later that's coming up next right here on special teams
5: This message is brought to you by State Farm. If you're a small business owner, let's just say you're busy. Weekdays, weekends, keeping books, managing staff, watching the bottom line. To protect what you've built, you need small business insurance you can count on. And our friends at State Farm Insurance understand small business as well as you do. See, every State Farm agent is a small business owner, just like you. So they know what it takes to keep a small business running and what you need to keep that business protected. They understand the value of your hard work and the love you've poured into your business. State Farm agents live and work in your community because at State Farm, being a good neighbor is more than just a slogan. It's a way of doing business. To learn more, contact your local State Farm agent today at statefarm.com slash smallbusiness. That's statefarm.com slash business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
8: Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest
2: near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest
8: Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? We're continuing on with
2: special teams as we look back at the Music City Miracle. The special teams involved, the Bills and the Tennessee Titans. And we'll get to the Music City Miracle play. Coming up in a couple of minutes, but this playoff game that was won by the Titans 22-16 and what is going down with one of the most famous plays in NFL history. In fact, you could probably say outside of the Immaculate Reception, this is the next most famous play in NFL history. We've seen it a million times and we've broken it down, but this play, the big home run throwback and Frank Wycheck just has some kind of place mythologically. But to say that this was a great game was a bit of a misconception (laughs) because this game, Mike, this was a terrible game. This is one of those games you watch and go, well, it's an NFL playoff game on TV, so I'm going to watch it. I mean, it really had everything was in that final Music City Miracle play.
7: Oh, no, absolutely. It was a lot of buildup. At least you got the big finish to it. Because I mean, when when your big plays earlier, all right, that guy took a safety. Really, that's yeah. that's the guy you're fighting. For. Yay, we got a safety. We he got takes a safety. a safety, and yes, you celebrate because everybody stands up, does the I Dream of Genie dance, and does all that with it. That you get a little bit excited there, but certainly it's it's not one that inspires great great confidence uh, overall as to what your offense is bringing to the table. And you got a scoreless first quarter, and, and Buffalo doesn't get out of the gates this
2: game can be summarized with this sentence steve mcnair threw for 76 yards in this game yay rob johnson threw for 131 and he actually had a worse game than mcnair you're talking about the two starting quarterbacks that combined in a playoff game to throw for 200 yards all right now johnson like i said he was worse He was 10 out of 22, he got sacked six times, and he fumbled three times. What's the biggest shock is that you know this is how much from above this game with Ralph Wilson because as bad as they struggled, Doug Flutie was never put into the game.
7: He doesn't get off the bench. How how, crazy is that?
2: How do you not get in the game when Rob Johnson is this bad and 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 you have no offense for three and a half, three and two-thirds quarters in this game?
7: And because Flutie had played so well during the year, that's the thing, right? It's not like he was hurt or that he'd been grossly ineffective to where you had a true competition even though you're making the playoffs and you and you're pushing forward I mean he played well for you and he's sitting there just on the on the bench hey someone uh, just hide his helmet he's not getting in
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that's just, I mean I look at it now and go there's no way they wouldn't go to Flutie if
7: Johnson no, was that
2: bad there's no way they wouldn't have done yeah, that.
7: Yeah no if that if that was the decision to be made by Wade Phillips uh, there's there's no question about it I mean that that's done at the end of the first quarter if not before
2: yeah it's 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 field goals field goals field goals and this game comes down to the end the final couple of minutes let's just say the final couple of minutes because we had some drama before the music City Miracle Buffalo was down 15 13. Well,
7: that's the other thing is that as badly as they played, they're in the game.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. They they, they were in the game. You're right. Buffalo, as bad as they were, but their defense was really good. Yeah. So was the Titans, and that's why you know I wanted to make sure we mentioned that the Bills defense is really the hallmark of this team. As much as it was he was like I said, Ted Washington was a big dude, man, and you couldn't move him and coward, and you had a lot of talent on on that Bills defense, and they were really tough to score on. So the fact that this was that kind of game is really not that shocking, but. When you can't put any offense on the board And your quarterback is getting sacked Look, they called Johnson Robo-sack You know, because, uh, you know, he couldn't Stop getting sacked, he would yeah. stay in the pocket and get hit I mean, you have to make a move to try to You know, get a get a Some kind of spark on your offense But they stick with Rob Johnson And Johnson actually gets Buffalo the 16-15 Lead, alright, they're down by two With a minute 48 left to go Right, because all you're talking field goals Field goals, field goals Rob Johnson throws for a big first down without a shoe on to get Buffalo to the 24-yard line. And now you're getting inside a minute. He had lost his shoe the play before. He couldn't put it back on. He throws for a big first down. And now with 20 seconds left, Buffalo's got the football at the 24-yard line of the Titans. They're down by a field goal. 20 seconds left. The Bills have no timeouts, and this is where things get interesting. Why don't the Bills have any timeouts? Well, because they burned one the previous drive on defense because they were all yelling at each other because the the, the Titans had the lead, and, and they were trying to run the clock out, and the Bills lost their composure, and they had to use a timeout when they didn't have the ball just to, hey, hey guys, let's let cooler heads prevail here. Let's make sure we stop them. Now, it worked. They stopped them and got the ball back, but they had no timeouts because of this. So the Bills are now faced with 20 seconds left in the game. They have first down at the 24-yard line. Now, this is an eternity. Right, and if this was now in the National Football League, teams would say, "All right, we got plenty of time. We can run a play anywhere we want to. We can throw the ball to either, whatever we want to do, and get inside the twenty, get inside the ten, and run up, spike it, and then come out and kick a field goal." I mean, twenty seconds is an eternity to do that. All you have to do is hope Rob Johnson doesn't get sacked, and you know, look, Rob Johnson (laughs) liked to get sacked. He did six times. (laughs) Yeah, but still, you would think they would now they would run a play easily. No, the Bills decide instead of that we are going to kick the field goal with 20 seconds left. Whereas conventional wisdom now says we'll run a play, we'll get up there, we'll let the clock tick down to two or three seconds because we have no timeout, so it doesn't matter. With a bad snap, we can't just call timeout and try to kick the ball again on the next play. So we let it go down to two or three seconds, call timeout, and we kick the game winner on the final play. That's what every team would do. But the Bills didn't do it. Many of the coaches on the sideline wanted the Bills to run another play, but Wade Phillips said, no, I want to send out Steve Christie to try to kick this field goal. And now there are few kickers that that were as accurate as steve christie christie gets on the field makes it 41 yards out bills had the lead with 20 seconds left rob johnson looks like a hero all the bills have to do is defend for 16 seconds and things are going to be great but now you're seeing some of the things that played into the fact why the music city miracle was able to happen
7: bad clock management yelling at each other on defense you go back and watch the video of it it's laughable because we, we see that in games now. It doesn't force you to call timeouts. It might be a busted play. might be a little out of position, whatever. But your management is usually a little bit better than that.
4: So
2: then we get the Music City Miracle. And we get the home run throwback. And Frank Whitecheck throws it back to Kevin Dyson, who catches the lateral and goes 75 yards for a touchdown. Uh, I remember when this happened, watching it live. I was producing... Uh, sports for KBC here in LA. We were going on the air after the game was over and we had a big football show going on and we're saying to ourselves, I'm like, man, this is a terrible game. What the hell are we going to talk about? We got this. We got field goals. It's, you know, it's all right, but we can talk about. It's a terrible game, but it's still a
7: one point game. Right, right. (laughs) right. But still,
2: but it's like, okay, you're looking for some kind of excitement. This has been a crappy game. And then the Music City miracle happens, and Dyson goes in for a touchdown. And there's all kinds of questions: is the play re- is is the play legal? Uh, are they going to over? Can they all go back and 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 look at? There was all these different things that we were wondering because it happens like, oh my God, did it really just take one throw back to the other side? And and. Dyson goes all the way for a touchdown because that's what it. That's what it came to me was that we've seen crazy plays before and we've seen touchdown. Look, the the Dolphins touchdown to beat the Patriots on the on the final play a couple years ago. But you see a lot of change of directions and 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 players moving, and then you get too many people on one side of the field, and there's a couple of blocks that are thrown. But this is after the the play changed direction two or three times. This was just here's a kick to check who picks it up, throws it across the field, and there's nobody there. There. Yeah, I mean, the Bills it. have no one there, and Dyson. It's not like Dyson's got to run and make this incredible uh, uh, play, or there's any more laterals. He's got a convoy all the way to the end zone. So I'm like, how did that happen? Did the Bills just think they were going to go down the field like zombies and and just and and the titans were going to fall on the football i mean even if you're staying in your lane on the kickoff team which is what you're supposed to do in a situation like this believe me i was a kickoff team star in high school yeah I was know. Really
7: you, good. you've talked about I that i was really your good on the kickoff steady team. steady hands and everything i else. always stayed in my lane i did no no and even if you stayed you in your listened lane, to lavar ball before you knew you were listening to lavar <laughs> ball stay in your
2: lane and even if you do that you're going to make a play on dice but there's nothing even close to a play on dyson on this
7: not even close. No, he's able to stroll straight in, and it's it all just becomes a. You, you start arguing. He's like, "Well, we knew the play should have been disallowed. It was the only defense that you had for a lackluster effort to get after Dyson and, and make any type of play on this. Uh, is well, it was an Ill- illegal pass, so it shouldn't have counted. So we didn't run after him as hard as we should have, or any anything of that nature. But yeah, caught with their pants down on special teams in a big way.
2: Because. We- check runs all the way to the right side of the field. And all the bills, they broke containment. And it's, mm. do you really Frank Wajek is not gonna run by all of you into the end zone, okay? If Wajek's got the football, you just gotta wait. He'll run, he'll find you eventually, all right? The guy's a tight end. But they all broke contain. He's able to throw it all the way back to the other side of the field. Dyson goes in for a touchdown, and then they stop because they had to look at it to see if the play was a lateral. Because if it was, obviously the Titans get penalized for an illegal forward pass, and the referee who is going to make this decision is Phil Luckett, who you know from all kinds of other controversies. Yeah, the, well. the, the coin flip and Thanksgiving with the Steelers and the Lions, the Vinnie Testaverde touchdown against the Uh, The Seahawks in 1999 All kinds of Phil Luckett stuff That there were and he was the Referee in this game and he really Doesn't even have a role in it because As we see by replays that we've seen Hundreds of times it looks In every angle we've seen To be a clear lateral It's one of those rare plays that it goes right along A plane and that's a legal play
7: It's been dissected so many different Ways right and you wish You had more cameras you wish you had This that the other from all analysis it works it stands up one of the more controversial uh plays uh, of recent memory and one that always gets replay conversations and people wringing their hands about the whole concept right now there's no distance too far for the perfect trip
3: hi checking in for
0: or the perfect table
3: hey
5: where are you coming
0: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card.
5: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it.
0: And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
9: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or
4: wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first take, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show Podcast.
7: Uh, Not the result of this particular play, but what it means on a larger scale when we get deep into this for football, baseball, whatever it is, but... Play that is now one of the most famous, as you say, on the metal stand for all of NFL history and legend making and, and career and franchise defining on so many levels.
2: And the reason they're able to review this is because instant replay had come back to the NFL just this year. There were some missed calls in games that, that fans were upset about. There was a big push for... Review. In fact, uh, Jerry Rice's non-fumble call in the wild card game between the Niners and the Packers—that was the play that really convinced the NFL that all right, we got to have replay now. So they have replay in for 1999, and and what Phil Luckett is looking at is he's looking at just to see if it is a lateral. It's called a lateral. And Dyson, in pre in interviews afterwards, said he thought about going out of bounds. Because they needed just a field goal to win the game And there was all kinds of time left right? Sure. Because they kicked off with 16 they seconds left They left too much time uh, on bills. the clock <laughs> uh, but For
7: Rob Johnson yeah.
2: but <laughs> 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 That's never been said ever Rob Johnson never. I couldn't
7: even get it out with too a straight face for Rob Johnson.
2: But Dyson said The only guy that had a shot at me was Steve Christie And we were blocking him So I'm just going to run into the end zone And that, <laughs> that's what he did And the Music City miracle happens And the Titans win And they use this as a huge run to the Super Super bowl and the bills are going home saying what happened to us but really it's, it's you know they didn't execute on the play, but it was everything leading up to it. There were three or four things they could have done that could have stopped this play from happening. Don't have to worry about using your timeouts when you're yelling at each other on defense. Uh, you know, let the clock tick down, run another play, do something because had they just run another play right and let's say they spiked it with you know eight seconds left or 10 seconds left. Dyson's probably running out of bounds. Oh my God, if I don't get in the end oh no 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 no, maybe he's, he's okay, there's eight I got to get out. we got to kick the game winning field goal. To try changes to change
7: that psychology, uh, for sure. I mean, all those
2: things the Bills could have done, and instead they did none of them, and they allowed this play to happen. I mean, it's fascinating to look at it from the Bills' perspective.
7: Buffalo, yo, all of that disaster, <laughs> all of those failures throughout the game, yet Wade and the defense kept them in, made just enough plays, except, well, one fail. So the Titans go on to the Super Bowl. The
2: Bills go to the offseason. What happened with both of these teams? Well, it was the end of an absolute error for one of them. And another one, well, let's just say the fortunes of the NFL changed forever because the home run throwback went for a touchdown. That's coming up next on Special Teams.
8: They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you. Their fearless guide through this fascinating world.
2: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org.
1: Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
2: If I could be
0: you. And you could be me. For just one hour.
1: If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk Walk a mile mile in my my shoes. shoes.
2: So America is gasping at one of the most thrilling ends to a football game in NFL history. And as we've said many times in the podcast, it's going down as one of the top two or three plays of all time. What did this game, what did this result mean for both teams? Well, for the Bills, it was really the end of the Bills era. I mean, these teams that we watched go to the Super Bowl year after year after year in the early 1990s, it was the last year for Bruce Smith, Andre Reed and Thurman Thomas. At this point, they were not quite spare parts, but these were the veterans that are that had seeded the way to younger players like the Bills had gone to Antoine Smith at running back and you know, these guys were done. They were all released after the 99-2000 season for salary cap reasons. So this really was the end of that era of the Bills, uh even though Jim Kelly had left at quarterback, you know, a few years ago. Buffalo actually goes through one more year with both Doug Flutie and Rob Johnson, the quarterback. I mean, how insane is this? They said, no, no, we're going to go one more year with both of these guys. They finally commit to Rob Johnson and trade Flutie to San Diego after 2000, right? All right. Finally, Rob's our guy and we're going to move on. Well, Rob Johnson With a concussion and a rib injury in 98, a leg injury in 2000, a broken collarbone in 2001, could never stay healthy, couldn't keep the job, always held on to the football way too long, got sacked way too much, and the Bills eventually had to start completely over again. This shows you what happens when you go in a downward spiral when you pick the wrong quarterback. Because it was like I feel like the Bills they had this in front of them. They Flutie. Uh, no, no, but what about Johnson? No, no, but Flutie no, no, what about Johnson? All right, it's like the football god said. Listen, we we've given the Bills all kinds of signs. They're not taking them now. They got to start over again. And it took the Bills a long time to get back. It took them a long time to get back to the playoffs, which they didn't do until a couple of years ago.
7: Yeah, I think that's the curiosity uh, of it, right? Is you're always trying to figure out what's the how long is the tail on the back end, right? When you do your statistics and you see, you know, how you, how you roll through, what what are you going to get for Flutie? How long does it ride? Well, but it's working, right? You want to make sure you've got the competent backup, but you don't want to create the controversy and problems. And instead, what you have here, because you paid him money, you feel compelled that he's got to be on the field, or at least that's the thought from management. So it just creates an unnecessary distraction in the locker room and problem on the field, as we see, because, well, he, he was never that guy. He was not the guy to lead them forward. And who's to say how long Flutie's reign would have been? But certainly you do what the they play, other players did when he was on the field, what he meant to that city. And you just tore that asunder.
2: Now, for the Titans, they go on to the Super Bowl before losing to the Rams with one of the other most top five most famous plays in NFL history, Mike Jones's tackle on the final (laughs) play of the game. And the Titans fall a yard short of potentially going to overtime. The Rams win the Super Bowl. But if you're the Titans, you go, all right, well, we had one incredible play that went our way. I think, you know, Lady Luck kind of you know drew us even uh, at the end of the Super Bowl. But still, that moment became so huge. It's still the biggest in team history. Uh, the Music City Miracle and that team and that Titans team of 99-2000 is always going to be legendary. But here's where things get really interesting because, you know, we say once in a while there are flashpoints or there are moments in The history of sports where if one result goes one way, just one play goes one way, then NFL history changes. And it, it's incredible to think that way, but you know we we talked about this on our radio show uh, earlier uh, this year when uh, Don Shula passed away. And had the Jets won Super Bowl three, everything changes. You know the right. AFL. If the Jets don't win, they don't merge with the NFL. Don Shula probably stays as head coach in Baltimore, doesn't go to Miami, and Miami maybe doesn't go undefeated and win the Super Bowl back to back years, and maybe the Colts franchise doesn't move, and maybe Elway plays. There instead of Denver and you know all these Things happen
7: well yeah and then Shula Was in the middle of it again with the fake spike Game sorry, uh, you buddy. know you gotta- we'll,
2: we'll, we'll I promise you we'll do the fake spike Game in a future episode well, because of, of Pete Team. Carroll and I everything promise. else I mean it's we'll the do. Same
7: it's the same idea though. yeah Yeah I'm no, sorry buddy it's painful it's just, it was we'll germane do. to the conversation no, I,
2: I I Get it it's just you know I need To be in the right frame of mind to do it to go through I, the fake I spike understand
7: game. and that Kevin Dyson Was also in both these plays is Kind of funny, exactly you know right?
2: Dyson is the big hero and then he's one yard short at the end But clearly he was one yard short uh, Or half a yard short And it was, boy, he went from I can't believe my fortune to I can't believe my fortune
7: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but let's just say The Music City miracle goes the other way And the Buffalo Bills win the game right? Let's just say Phil Luckett decides It looked like the ball went a little bit forward So, alright, I'm going to say That that's a forward pass The Bills win the game If that happens NFL history changes because Rob Johnson wins a playoff game and he is cemented in as the Buffalo Bills starter. I don't know how far they go in in the 99-2000 playoffs, but he clearly is the starter. Buffalo commits to him and they move on from Doug Flutie then and they trade him when Flutie's got a lot of value. Now, if they trade Flutie after that offseason, then the Chargers don't get him after 2000. So do the Chargers still draft Drew Brees? After that, or they have a different situation at quarterback because they don't have Flutie because Flutie goes someplace else, and maybe Breeze is not a charger, which means maybe then he doesn't wind up with the New Orleans Saints, and that changes. Or maybe the Chargers decide, well, we didn't really solve our quarterback problem because we don't have Doug Flutie, so maybe we'll take Michael Vick. With the first overall pick in the 2001 draft. And maybe then Ladanian Tomlinson winds up with another team. And all of these things push all these star players in a whole bunch of different directions. Now, maybe, maybe things do happen a little bit, you know. A- Alongside those lines, but still without Doug Flutie going to the Chargers a year later, then maybe things change and Vic is on the Chargers and Ladanian Tomlinson somewhere else. And he's going to the Hall of Fame is somewhere with another team. And, you know, all those dominoes fall that way.
7: Well, and he never becomes a Jet, so you don't get to claim him as or a Jet. Maybe the Jets trade up and get him early, and we have well, him may- for his entire career. Well, how about that? Maybe they do. But, yeah, it just shows the it's a game of inches. We We joke about that on Sundays, and we talk about the margin of victory, right? It's most games are seven points or fewer in the National Football League, and here you're talking about three feet less than three feet Yeah, changed the fortunes of a lot of top picks and where they ended up with their careers and be curious to throw this theory up at them. So through our Fox family, I think we're going to have to uh, start knocking on some doors. Hey, we talked about this. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even think life would have been like if we, if this is how it went down. Well, I still got one more for you. But wait,
2: there's more And it affects the current National Football League Okay, sure So Jeff Fisher is still up and coming Head coach Jeff Fisher They go to the Super Bowl And Jeff Fisher gets to stay with the Titans for years
7: I mean, he goes all Oh, that buys you a lot of
2: years I mean, he goes all the way through to 2010 As the Titans head coach He never got to the levels that he got to Going to the Super Bowl in that year So let's just say he loses that playoff game Jeff Fisher's resume doesn't look as great as it was, right? So does he really make it to 2010 as head coach of the Titans? Probably not. So the Titans hire somebody else. Jeff Fisher goes someplace else. And maybe Jeff Fisher is not coaching the Rams, who then replace him with Sean McVay. And he gets them to the Super Bowl and turns the Rams into a super relevant team. So this is, you're going back 20 years with one play. Maybe the Rams don't get to the Super Bowl two years ago because of it. I
7: mean, wow, just, this think, it, just really- think about that. Yeah, and it never becomes an issue on our show with Eric Dickerson where they've got a call for his ouster, Or Jason Cole, or any of our friends of the show in terms of what it all meant with Jeff Fisher. Yeah, I mean, because you know, going to a Super Bowl, he generally buys you a couple of years. Sometimes you have owners that are a little quicker with the trigger finger or or a guy leaves and doesn't get that legacy because he gets the better offer and, and bolts, but... Yeah, for Jeff Fisher, this bought him a lot of time. He was the guy that, you know, was successfully moving teams and all that other stuff to to <laughs> buy him. A, and he was on the competition committee.
2: Yes. Don't forget that. Always forget he was there. Yes, he was there. Yeah, so I mean, that helps. So let's play it out because this tells you about Jeff Fisher is that they go 13-3 and three in 1999 this year, and they go to the Super Bowl and lose. Well, they go 13-3 and three the next year, but they lose in the first round of the playoffs. Then they go 7-9, and nine, and Jeff Fisher's first and 7-9 year. Uh, Then they're 11 and 5 and 12 and 4 And things are still pretty good But then in 2004, 2005, 2006 Fisher goes 5 and 11, 4 and 12, 8 and 8 at this point, does Fisher still keep his job? If Normally, you if, that gets you bounced. If you don't have that Super Bowl, you're saying, well, we've been to the playoffs four times, but we haven't really gotten in very far, and we haven't been there in three years. And Vince Young is in now, and he's the offensive rookie of the year, so maybe now is the time to make a change at head coach. And so then Jeff Fisher is out of there years earlier, which means... As I said, he gets a job someplace else and someplace else, and maybe he doesn't end up with the Rams and then ending up with Sean McVay succeeding him.
7: Yeah, dominoes fall. No question about it because 5-11, and and 4-12, those two years, you're done. You're done. That Super Bowl is already five years, six years in the rearview mirror. And even though you got back to another AFC title game, you lost that one. Off at an eleven and five season, and then a divisional game against the Patriots, two thousand three, after another twelve and four season. So, I mean, you you had everything stacked. You dominated the regular season, then it couldn't get over. You don't you don't get anymore. Super Bowl <laughs> bought him a, another four years beyond that. I mean, it's amazing.
2: All right, Mike, how about a little? Where are they now from the Music City Miracle game? What do you got for
7: us? All right, let's have a little bit of fun. You got Jason Fisk, defensive tackle. He's an AP chemistry teacher in Vacaville, California.
2: Really? I was terrible at AP chemistry. I was awful. I'm like, just write 65 because I'll do (laughs) enough work to pass, but I'm not going to do any better than that.
7: Just let me through. Succeed and proceed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he was a Stanford grad, so smart guy went back to Northern California getting it done. Uh, You got Dusty Ziegler. Betty mm-hmm. this, this takes two prongs the first part decided hey I'm gonna run for Republican and a Republican ticket for a county commissioner seat in Georgia and then after all of that process of being involved in that sphere uh, well he became an offensive line coach so <laughs> <there> you have, <laughs> you have uh, Kurt Schultz the safety well, he was good pick Kurt Schultz was good right, he, he works for Merrill Lynch. And since Kevin Dyson is the man on display, I mean, and the hero and, well, the the guy that you had to hug after being one yard short, he got his MS ed and then he works at a middle school where he is the principal wrestling He's a middle principal. school in, in Franklin, Tennessee. Wow. Do you think the kids come up and go,
2: hey, Mr. Dyson, they put their arm out like they're trying to cross the goal. <laughs> hey, how
7: are you doing,
2: Mr. Dyson? We
7: came up with a great dance doing? number for this assembly. Watch this. The, so, whole, the whole motto for our year is don't be one yard short in life.
2: <laughs> you know, I remember back in the Super Bowl, we finished one yard short. Don't let this happen to you. Uh, So there it is Our look back at the Music City Miracle All the drama surrounding it If you have an idea for a future episode of Special Teams Hey, drop us a note, let us know Twitter at How About Fresca? Mike is at Swollen Dome Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, our show Heard on Fox Sports Radio Monday through Friday Coast to coast, over 420 stations We are on from 10pm to 2am on the East Coast 7 to 11 on the West Coast We'll talk to you next week with another episode of Special Teams Before you go, rate and review the show, whether you're listening on iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio apps, Apple, whatever it is. Give us a rate. Tell us you like it. We will love you forever and ever and ever. Special Teams is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Look
8: through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest.
1: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org, brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
8: Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest.
2: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org.
4: Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.